Before we begin, we would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land from which we are recording and you are listening today. We pay our respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome back to another episode of You Have My Interest. I'm Evelyn and together with my colleague Maddie, we're mortgage brokers here to help you make smart moves with your money by giving you tips, tricks and tools to help navigate your wealth journey. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Finance Files. My name's Maddie, one of the co-hosts of You Have My Interest. Today's episode is going to be centered around a couple that came to us wanting to get pre-approvaled to buy their first home. They didn't have a lot of cash that they wanted to put towards the property purchase, but they did want to buy up to $600,000. So we thought of putting them on the first home guarantee scheme. This is a scheme that used to be called the First Home Loan Deposit Scheme. It's just this financial year they've changed the name of it. So you may have heard of it before. This is a government scheme that allows you to buy your first property, get a loan for up to 95% of that purchase price, and therefore you only have to put down a 5% deposit. It means you can get into the market sooner with less savings, which is exactly why it's applicable to these clients that we are going to go through today. I thought it'd be a great opportunity to delve into the scheme with a real life example. So I'll go further into detail around it later in the episode. For these clients, we obtained pre-approval for them in November of 2022. They purchased actually two weeks after we got them pre-approval and they're now settled into their first home. So without further ado, let's get to it. What are the demographics of the client? The clients are a married couple, both 32 with no kids. They live in Brisbane and Queensland and they're wanting to buy in the same area that they're renting in now. What are they currently doing for work and what is their income? The male applicant is an engineer who's been at his current workplace since 2012. He works permanent full-time with a base wage of $113,000 per year. The female applicant, she's a laboratory technician and she's actually been with her employer since April 2022. She's not on probation anymore and prior to this role she was studying at university to get into the field. So this is her first job out of uni. She works permanent full-time with a base wage of $56,000 a year. That brings their combined total income for the couple to $169,000 for the year. How much do they have sitting in their bank accounts and what do they spend on a monthly basis? The couple have $30,000 in savings across all of their accounts and their spending per month is $4,300 excluding mortgage repayments. The bulk of this came from over $1,000 in grocery spending per month and $1,500 in recreation and entertainment expenses. What are their other assets? The couple share a car worth $15,000. They have $13,000 in shares. He has a total superannuation portfolio of $82,000, whereas she has $35,000 in super. They have about $20,000 worth of furniture and contents, and they also received a $30,000 family gift for their purchase. Do they have any existing liabilities? The female applicant has a hex set of $38,000, but the male applicant doesn't. They both have a credit card worth $3,000 each in limits, bringing their total limits and credit cards to $6,000. They don't use any buy now, pay later, which is fantastic. So it's just the credit cards and the hex. What loan did we decide was right for them? For their pre-approval, they wanted a purchase price of $600,000. So we did this at an owner-occupied on a principal and interest. 
Their loan term was 30 years to maximize their borrowing capacity. They wanted a basic variable product as they didn't have a lot of cash to put in offsets. They thought it wouldn't be worth it to them. Their interest rate that we applied for was 4.33% at the time in November. This ended up being $2,830 in monthly repayments. The loan to value ratio of the purchase was 95%, but this was priced at 80%, which is why they got a lower interest rate. I'll go into further details in that shortly. What was the final solution chosen and why? To answer this question, I'm going to have to give you a little bit of a background on what the first home guarantee scheme is and the eligibility requirements so you can also think if it's relevant to you yourself. So the scheme does give a lot of benefits to first home buyers trying to enter the market. It essentially enables you as a first home buyer to purchase a home with as little as 5% deposit without paying lenders mortgage insurance, otherwise known as LMI. Usually you might have heard of the term of 20% as being that sweet spot. And that's because if you have a 20% deposit, you don't need to pay LMI, which can cost anywhere from five to $30,000, depending on the loan size. For this couple, it would have been about $10,000. So they don't have to pay that, which is awesome. Another perk on this scheme is that your interest rate will be lower too. So that's what I was saying before, how they were priced at an 80% lend. Generally, pricing works in tiers. So the lower your loan to value ratio, which means the more equity you have in your home, the lower your interest rate because you're less risk to the bank. So if you're borrowing a 95% lend, generally your interest rate is quite high and it ends up being about 1% higher than if you're at an 80% lend. So what the scheme allows is that you're purchasing with an 80% loan to value ratio, which means you're less risk to the bank. This is because the government is guaranteeing that 15 other percent, which puts you up to the 95%. I hope that makes sense. But basically you get lower interest rates by going on this scheme, even though you're not depositing 20%. With the eligibility criteria, there's a few things that you need to meet to be able to be eligible for the scheme. So the first one is that you have to be an Australian citizen and at least 18 years old. This must be your first property purchase and it has to be a home you're going to live in so you can't buy an investment property on the scheme. You can apply on your own, but if you apply with somebody else, you have to be in a de facto relationship or married to that person. So that means you can't go on a property purchase under the scheme with a friend, with siblings or any other family. It has to be your spouse. If you want to go on this scheme as an individual person, you need to earn under the $125,000 per year threshold. And if you're a couple, that's, that threshold is $200,000. So as I said before, the finance file couple we're talking about now, they earn about $170,000 combined, which is why they were eligible. You also need to have a minimum of a 5% deposit in genuine savings. So these guys, they were applying for a $600,000 purchase price. 5% of that is $30,000 that they need to show in genuine savings. Genuine savings is by showing the bank that you've been gradually increasing your savings amount over time through your salary and just saving from your income, um, even shares as well. And also salary sacrificing into your super because if you may know from looking at my Instagram, there is something called a first home super saver scheme where you can salary sacrifice into your super and use that to purchase your home. That is also included in genuine savings. Something that's not included in genuine savings is a family gift. And as I said to you before, 
these this couple they did get a thirty thousand dollar gift from their family but they did have thirty thousand dollars in savings so they are eligible for the scheme Another thing to note with this scheme is that there are price caps involved. I will put in the show notes a little link to the scheme just so you can see what the price caps are in your state and also specific to cities. In Queensland, the cap is $700,000 for the capital cities and the big regional centres, so Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast, Brisbane, etc. So they were purchasing for $600,000. That cap That is under the cap of $700,000. To apply for the scheme, there are a few additional documents that you'll need to provide your broker other than the usual. These are your Medicare card, basically to confirm you're an Australian citizen. They also need your most recent notice of assessment, which is something that comes along with your income tax return. That's basically to prove that your income was below the threshold of $125,000 for an individual applicant or $200,000 for a couple. You also need to fill out a declaration form, so that's important to note as well. You can use the scheme now to buy a existing property or a new property. And for this financial year of 2022 to 2023, there are 35,000 places available. A good point to note is that once you apply and you get a spot on the scheme, if you're going for a pre-approval, is that you only have three months to purchase the property under a scheme. Once your pre-approval of 90 days has expired, so does your spot on the scheme and you can't actually apply for another place again. So it's really important that you're actively looking to purchase when you're going through this process of the scheme as well and you need to be ready to buy within three months. I will put a link in the show notes for the website outlining all of these eligibility details, the property price caps and more regarding the scheme. So you can pop onto that website to have a look at the eligibility requirements. Okay. Back to our couple and their solution, now that you have a little bit of an idea of what the scheme is. So there are 32 participating lenders that offer spots on this first home guarantee scheme. Based on these clients' specific goals and their financial position, we considered the banks Commonwealth Bank, National Australia Bank, NAB, uh, My State Bank, Bank of Queensland and Great Southern Bank. These clients, they chose Great Southern Bank as they were the lowest cost option over the next few years of the loan. They also had the lowest interest rate and fees. It was chosen above the major banks, CBA and NAB, because their, their interest rates were actually about 0.25% higher than Great Southern Bank. They chose to pay in monthly repayments because the male applicant was paid in a monthly cycle, so it made a lot more sense to them. And they chose a 30-year loan term to maximise their borrowing capacity so that they could borrow as much as they could to be able to afford the home. They didn't need an offset account, which is why the basic variable was chosen. As I said before, their priority was the lowest interest rate. They're also going to put their additional funds into redraw instead because they don't have as much. Remember that they have their $30,000 gift from their family, but they only had $30,000 in savings. So they're really pretty much just using as much as they can to get into their home. Now, on the topic of this $30,000 gift, you may have noted that I've said that they are looking to purchase for $600,000 and under this scheme, they only need to put down 5% deposit, which is $30,000 that is. Now, a big thing to note is why would they be needing a $30,000 gift then if they've already got that $30,000 in the 5% deposit? This is because The 5% deposit is only the deposit on the property price, but there are other fees associated with buying a home. 
And depending on your price caps in your state, this is stamp duty. And in Queensland, we have a price cap of $500,000 for stamp duty grants where you don't have to pay anything. Anything above that basically is a tiered scale up to 550 and above that it's full price for the stamp duty. So they had about $11,000 in stamp duty pay plus conveyancing fees and other costs associated with buying the home, which is why they needed that $30,000 gift from their family. So that's a good thing to note. I hoped that I hope that that makes sense. The couple actually purchased in December 2022, as I said, only two weeks after being approved, which is awesome. They purchased for $570,000, which was under their pre-approval amount of $600,000. So because of this it being $30,000 lower than they were expecting, they ended up only putting $45,000 instead of $60,000 in as a contribution due to the lower price. So they only used half of their family gift. Their final loan amount was $541,000 and their monthly repayments were $2,740 with an interest rate of 4.49%. That was at mid-December though. So in today's market, the, a couple of months later, we're now in February 2023. The interest rate is now 4.74%. Well, that brings us to the end of this Finance Files episode. There were a lot of numbers that went into that though. So if you'd like to see a breakdown of these numbers again, you can head to my Instagram at moneywithmaddie where you can have a look at what we went through today on my post. You can view the first home guarantee scheme information and my Instagram in the show notes. I'll put the links in there. I hope you enjoyed getting to learn a little bit more about the first home guarantee scheme and listening to a real life example of how it helped this couple get into their first home quicker and stop paying rent. Thank you for listening and I look forward to bringing you more Finance File episodes soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of You Have My Interest. Remember to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast player. To find out more about how Everland can help educate and empower you to achieve your goals with finance and property, just visit everland.com.au forward slash podcasts and book in a free discovery call.